All right. Hi, Ammon. How are you? I'm so good, and I'm so happy that you're here with me. We've been doing some Instagram spotlights, and I just really felt like I wanted to take this spotlight platform with you kids that are dirt bike racing to a different level. And so I signed up for this Riverside FM podcasting, and we're going to see where it goes. Does that sound good? Okay, perfect. So for for the people that are out there that are dirt biking racing, I just want to kind of give a backstory about our family and how we got into it. It was back in 2020 with you. Your dad's always been into dirt bikes. And, but in 2020 is when we finally had a place where maybe, you know, you're older and you could race and ride. And I believe it was your uncle, you guys were racing and he was just like, well, why don't you race? And I just had never thought about that. You guys go riding a lot and do all that. But then all of a sudden it just kind of took off. 2020 hit with the pandemic. We took our trailer out and we just kind of lived in the trailer on the dirt. Wouldn't you say? So take me back just a little bit, back to your first beginnings of getting on that 65. We were, dad and I were looking through some pictures and it was like, oh my gosh, he was 2020, like three years ago when you had your first race and you were so little and that 65 just was always wound out. So tell me about maybe some of your first races, like that maybe got you excited or didn't some wrecks that you had, like take me back just a little bit. So, yeah, my first race, I was excited. I thought I was doing really well. I thought I was in first the whole time. I thought I was going like 100 miles an hour, that feeling. And then as soon as I got done with the race, I was telling kids, like, yeah, I was probably first, first, first. (laughs) And really, I look at the results, and I was like sixth, last, like last sixth, most of these races. And, and didn't you? The one race I'd and didn't you just race that race this weekend? When it was raining. Okay. Okay. So take me back to that when it was raining and just yeah, muddy. You were mud bogging. Yeah. The race I didn't get to go to. So tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that Mercury one three years ago, it was just rainy, muddy. We had to put these uh, water reflecting spray on it so it wouldn't stick to our goggles i can't remember the didn't company it but it didn't for your, work didn't it work for your um, tear-offs just for the first one if you didn't have it on it, all, i think dad said like the first one it worked fine but then when you had to really tear them yeah, off they you were done <laughs> yeah then it just didn't work then you had to just brush off the mud and every time and um but i never forget because i was thought I was flying and thought I was flying and then I see the videos that my dad took and I was going like two miles an hour took third um most of the kids that were raced against me in 65 novice actually started beating me in 65 and now they're racing minis and yeah they're doing now well that's super fun and I I think from then on you just you've tried to just keep racing with that whole thing and you have kept racing. And so I just want to go through some spotlight questions with you and, you know, talk to you a little bit about what you do for your daily regimen. Um, I think you still eat like a teenage boy. You're, you try to be healthy, but you still eat junk. 
but this last year, right? Um, but this last year in 2022, yeah, yeah. in yeah. 2022, you raced almost 30 races. I would, I would guess. Yeah, most kids would probably be burned out okay. by then. But how how much do you love it? Like, I just love it. I don't care about the racing. Racing's fun, gets that competitive side of you. But just the riding with, uh, just riding with your uncles, aunts, and everything—that's just so fun. Getting, What's your favorite group, type of riding, Ammon? Because I know you race. You really raced fun. a lot of different things. You've you've done um, a little hard enduro. You've done the desert race. You've done motocross. You've trained with some really cool, cool guys. You've 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 been really blessed to have some opportunities, you know. And I don't know where this will take you, but talk to me about what is your favorite style of riding or racing. Um, so honestly, it depends on the day because I just love it all. If I'm feeling like, like doing some tricks or motor or just working on cornering, I'd pick motocross. But if I'm feeling more of an endurance challenge, I'd go to Moapa in the 120 degree weather and just ride there. Or if I'm feeling like, okay, like, I don't know what I want to do in Warner Valley, then I'd go do like hard enduro with Trent Sandoval or we'll just ride or sometimes we'll just do suspension testing. So how important you've talked about some of the things that you, you've had to work on. Um, Cornering comes to mind and I know that hasn't ever been your strong suit, you know? So how important has it been this last year, the last six weeks of, of 2022, you, you did some, a lot of training. Like it was exhausting for me to watch you. Like you went to California for, a week here and a week there. You trained with RMX Academy. You've trained with Kyle Lewis Academy down in California. What was the biggest thing that uh, Kyle Lewis and Riley both instilled in you with, with um, what you needed work on? Okay. Um, it was looking up most of the time. Uh, Kyle Lewis would always say, uh, don't make it a groundhog day. And that would always mean don't have him repeat himself, just do it. And so um, while I was out there, we were working on uh, looking up. And so they keep telling me to today, even though I do it, they keep reminding me. And and then cornering-wise, they say try to keep my left leg when I'm going in the left corner. Or if I'm going right, get a, put my right leg up and fit Riley from RMX Academy always says, finish the corner, like yeah. keep your chest to the handlebars as you're exiting. Does working on that cornering help you so with passing, like, like making good you. passes and being able to find your line and stay there and, and things like that? Like what's, what's some of the difference between moto and, and desert cornering and passing? Um, so for motocross, it's actually easier to pass in corners. Because if you choose a rut, you have to either stay in it unless someone hits in front of you. Or for desert, you have to ba- basically, like, use that 15 feet that they give you. Because they give you, like, in associations like Umora or Moran or USRA or any association club, they give you the certain amount of feet you can go off the trail. 
And so I don't like passing in the corners in desert. I choose if I need to, I will. But I always look for opportunities to go like five feet off the trail and bomb it all the way down. But if I need to stay in like, for example, like this last Rhino Rally, I had to stay in like this little gap, like mountains both between this little razor road, had to pass in the corners, what I did. And yeah. Try to keep it Yeah, I think that's super important too to, to, um, to mention that, you know, all these different races, desert racing, they all have um, their different things, but especially in desert racing, because we've been doing a lot of desert racing with National Hare and Hound. Uh, race you more race Moran. they all have their different like you can you have 30 feet on each side i know at national hair and hound that's one of the questions i always ask is you know what is what's the footage and it's usually when we were in california it was 50 feet like you had 50 feet on either side to be able to make a pass because desert's so dangerous and you don't ever want to just yeah have to come into a situation where it could be it could be pretty pretty rat- bad because you could be going down a wash you know 100 miles an hour in some of these, in some of this terrain. So I love that. I love that you know what techniques and things and rules that that you need to know so that you can, can do it clean, can do it right. I love that. So what do you love about riding? I know you ride with your dad a lot and that's super fun. So tell me, what do you, what do you love about riding? Oh, I like riding with my dad. That's the most part I love doing it. It's been like I probably spend like eighty percent more, like spend more time with my dad. So why? Why do you enjoy spending that time with your dad? Lifetime with your dad. So yeah, teasing each other and saying, "Oh, ha ha, you blew a corner. Yeah. Ha ha, you made this." And then we try to help each other with that. And then we just okay. It's more of like. A brotherhood, I should say, and should it be good? But then when he needs, yeah, to, for sure. Dad, oh, I love it. I love that there, you guys, like you guys get to do that. Uh, you do, you do is you do school online, so I know that about you because you're my son, my favorite spotlight. And any, yeah. and you kind of told us about your style of writing. What's your favorite food, Ammon? Let's go back to being. Favorite food for dirt bikes or well, just take me, take me through. Else? I have a cold, so I'm so sorry. Take me through, like, what's your favorite food period? Like, I'd say okay. either chicken and spaghetti or lasagna, but mostly. But okay. if I had to choose, Is, probably I know I make that for you on race on the night before the race. So, what's your favorite? Like, what's kind of your regimen for? Take me through a race morning when you and dad wake up like before a race. So like this last weekend, um, you, you raced, one of your races was at seven 30 in the morning. So what time do you get started? So, um, yeah, so most of the time it matters on the race time. So if there's a race at 12, we'd either get up at nine eat, stretch, like run back and forth on our bikes or as long as what we do. But I assume, but if most of the races are at 730. So oh, wow. You get, get up super like early. Five, and what do you do? Six. What do you do? Yeah. Um, so for the morning routine, we get up, 
we stretch really well. We do, I say about 15 squats and like 10 push-ups so bas- or 30. So basically you're getting really yourselves really warm. To get our stomachs going. Yeah, we're trying to get our bodies warm and woken up because it takes like two to three hours for your brain to wake up. And so what we do is as soon as we wake up, we do our stretching, we do our eating, we drink like these hydration from Arbonne and we try to hydrate ourselves as we're doing that. Sometimes we okay. hydrate yeah. ourselves. Yeah, I always try to get you sometimes some liquid gold running through your veins before when you have some long races. What yeah. um, are your hobbies? Like, what are three hobbies outside of dirt bikes? <laughs> yeah, um, I guess. Outside of dirt bikes. <laughs> oh, outside of dirt bikes. Um, I'd say there's only one hobby I do outside of dirt bikes, and that's okay. tennis. Yeah, you have a great tennis coach. Tennis she, she works really hard with your on your cardio, your so, feet, your just your stamina. A lot of people ask. A lot of people at the race last weekend couldn't believe that you do. Yeah. The uh, minis and move on to that. So that's super cool. Um. How, I was going to ask you a question. This has been so fun. Um, who, I know that you have some fun people that you like to ride with. Do you want to give any shout outs? I know you have an Instagram and it's Amundsen15. And so do you want to give any shout outs to anybody? Any of your sponsors or recognize anyone that's helped you kind of get this far? Um. Uh, I'd say, I'd say Dalton Jones, um, Trey Destry. I'd also say San- Trent Sandoval, um, Lycan Gunner Townsend, and uh, my dad, obviously, and Billy, Billy Pulsford, yeah. Kelly, and Paul, Paul Levitt. Um, can't really think there's been a lot of people there, there has that been actually helped um, me get to where I am. What about your sisters? Sisters support me. Yeah. They do. Even they, when they, don't they go really the races, do. And, and I, I think that's one thing that I've really loved about our family is they've all kind of support each other. They all kind of rally around you guys, even when it's hard sometimes. Um, well, I know that you've had some cool opportunities this last year, riding with Kyle Lewis, uh, Dream Chasers. You got to ride, you rode his Friday Night Lights at in Paris, California. Uh, I know that you have an FXR um, sponsor, Fast Company. Um, how important is it to you to be able to have this support? Yeah. I'd say it's pretty important because I've been with FXR since I first started racing and and then it just built up from there and and then Fast Company, it's been great. Their bars are awesome. Yeah. It's really helped with the G outs for sure. When the suspension yeah. doesn't take cool. it and the well, bus bars are there. Probably so yeah. um because it's on my mind, Schmidt performance did the suspension on your mini. 
right? And then still performance, still well performance to the yeah. suspension on your 125. So moving forward into this year of racing, what are you chasing? What What is your, what's your goal this year for riding and racing? Um, well, I think, no, really what was your placement in Rhino? Um, this, uh, Rhino was, yeah, and the race overall. before that was my first time in big bikes there. So the race before How'd you Rhino do there? was actually Bunkerville. How'd you do at the race this weekend? And so took fourth overall. Um, I did. Honestly, pretty well. Uh, the wind oh. was really bad up on the hill. It was like 40 miles an hour gust. That one kind of blew me off the trail multiple times. I was third overall with the pros um, on the first loop. Then second loop, after I blew a corner, when I went right instead of left, I saw my dad go. And then I had to pass him back for fourth and <laughs> before it. So, and it really, it honestly... He he says he only let me buy because he he couldn't handle my speed. I know your pace is pretty sick. I, I got to see a little bit of that on Mike Knight ride with Mike Knight's video, and and honestly, I have to give a huge shout out to Josh Knight and Ride with the Knights because they were your first trainers at the very beginning, and who really instilled a lot of yeah good coaching from the very beginning. You've always struggled with your starts, always. That's never been your strong suit, and you know that. But you can have a bad start and still come in fourth overall. And so what's one thing, I'm kind of leading you into this, but what's, what is one thing that Josh Knight yeah. coached you on from the very beginning? And that was a couple years ago. What did he say about your starts? Do you remember? Mm, what did he say? Um, he told you you don't honestly, win the race on the moment, start. And I think, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. What it was. You don't win the race. And on so the start, I, I love watching his stuff finish. because he's so on point. If anybody, that's one thing that has really helped Ammon in his training is uh, he signed up for Ride with the Knights annual membership, or and it, it gives a lot of good tips. And I think that has really, really been an influence in your life besides the fact that they're super great guys and great family but just all their tips and tricks has really been important wouldn't you say yeah i think so too and it's just it's just like oh, you yeah, had this foundation sure. right Ammon? it's like in life we all have this foundation and you have this goal and you don't really know how to get there or where it's going to take you until you start adding to that foundation and you have to start somewhere and so the fact that you actually are coming into your own with what's going on um, with writing is, is really amazing. And you're really kind to the kids. And I, I love watching you out there. Can you give any, for someone that's just barely starting and they say, oh my gosh, how did Ammon go from A to Z? Because you've ridden with a lot of great kids who've been writing forever. And there's a lot of kids out there that you look up to, right? Like, I mean, you've got Breckenbeard, who you used to chase in the minis, and Sade Hill, who you watched race fast in motocross. Now you're, you know, racing desert. And just a lot of kids that 
that you you have looked up to as you've been racing. So what would be, and you started late in life, you started when you were 12. What would you tell them when they're just like, oh, I'm never going to get as fast as you, or I'm just never going to get where you're going? What would your advice be to kids your age that, that want to race, that, that want to try to get where you're at? I'd say the best advice I could give is don't let the people get in your head. Because the quickest way you can destroy okay. a big dream is telling it to a small I love that. person. Well, I've super enjoyed this little interview spotlight. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Um, uh, well, we talked about the Mercury race. And then we did, we didn't talk about the mini plate. Yeah, so we can talk about the minis. So minis, you had the number one plate in minis. And we went to this race to practice because there's been some passing issues and you really wanted to practice. So how, how, how was your start? Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I meant to just sit there, stay because I wanted to work on passing. So I was going to let all of them go at the top of the hill. So what I did, <clears throat> sorry, my voice. Um, so what I did is after they all went, I started to go, there's a 65 kid that got. And so, but the razors at the start were all like on the bar and I was all the way in. So what happened was when I went <laughs> up a rock, I flung a rock at the poor kid and he, he went down. So I stopped there. I helped him. I, help them get everything situated and then everyone's gone by then it's just me and him at the start and so i'd say first place is like already four or three miles in before me um but it was a more of a challenge to just sit there because i was just wanted to go for the whole shot when i knew i had to stay back work yeah. on it this so i can get better because it's not always about winning. It's always yeah, and trying to challenge yourself to improve. And so after after that kid w like went, then I started to go and then caught up to some kids. I was working on my passing, try to be cautious with them, try to see what they were going to do and before they knew what they were doing and worked my way up to first and the first lap and just rode my race from there. I was working on lappers, trying to pass lappers pretty clean. Nothing too serious. Or yeah, and I love that. I love that you took crazy. the challenge. I know that um, Tyler Lynn did that at one of his races, and he really wanted to just challenge himself. And I feel like with you kids that are racing, like you're not getting paid to do this. You're not getting all this stuff like, you know, like, like you see on Supercross Live and, and stuff like that. So I love that you kind of pulled it together. And genuinely, I remember when you came up to me and you said, Mom, I'm going to start dead last. I just need to challenge myself. I need to figure out this passing thing. And I love that because you didn't care what anybody else was going to think or say, and you just knew what you needed to do. And I think that goes for life. I think that's how we maximize ourselves is we just know ourselves and we are able to do those things comfortably in our own skin because we know what we need to get better. 
And so I love that. And I hope you do it again. I hope you even do it at a race that you don't want to do it at. Like, I, I hope there's a race that makes you so nervous that you're just like, I'm just going to go for it and try it and just see where, see where it takes you. Although there are those, but, but I, but I love it. I love you. I love you, son. I think you're a great kid. Uh, You're a great brother. And we all, we all just love you to pieces. And I just really wish you a safe, good year for the rest of the year. And, and I just hope that you have a great time doing it. And this has been a super awesome pleasure to do this with you. So Amundsen, 15, Instagram. He's a pretty cool kid. He's a little rock star. So anyway, love you, buddy. Okay. See you soon. Bye. Love you too, mama. All right. See ya.